everybody, this is Devin Boker, your host, and you are listening to The Wildlife, the show about the natural world and how to protect it. A part of the Open Outdoors Project. It's a nonprofit initiative inspiring hope of a green and just future through open access to the outdoors. If you are interested in contributing to the cause, you can do that by checking out the very first link in the episode notes for a one-time donation. Or, if you're able, you can take it a step further and become a member at patreon.com slash thewildlife. Every little bit counts, and you can do it for as little as a dollar a month. Plus, you won't regret it because we have tons and tons of cool catches and benefits. Like access to our Patreon newsfeed, shoutouts in every episode, access to our Discord server, tons of free downloadable content, sneak peeks at upcoming episodes, stickers, mugs, tote bags, shirts, drawings from us, access to live streams, and even for our higher level patrons, the ability to join in on interviews with guests. Oh, wait, and I forgot to mention, for $20 a month, you actually get to be a guest on the show. Like, we will interview you on the show. And if being a guest isn't really so much your thing, well, join us as a guest co-host. All you got to do to sign up is visit patreon.com slash the wildlife or check out the second link in our episode notes. And while you're at it, check out the third to sign up for our newsletter. Hey, everybody, it is time for another Behind the Sciences, your opportunity to get to know this week's guest before the full episode drops. This week, we have Brogan Holcomb. We're talking to her about bears. She is a master's student working in the Wildlife Habitat and Population Analysis Lab at Virginia Tech. She's also the one behind the hashtag Sunday Scientist Shoutout on Twitter, which she does every week for scientists and STEM activists from underrepresented groups. You can follow her at Brogan Holcomb or look her up by her hashtag Bears Eye View for some pretty cool bear videos. For links to her book recommendations, her social media, uh, and her website, as well as some research, check out the episode notes. So, Let's get to know Brogan. Okay. All right. Why don't we uh, jump right into it? Sounds good. Okay. Well, have you always been interested in science? I have, yeah. From a really young age, I always liked science classes. They were always my favorite. I always watched nature documentaries and like Steve Irwin as a classical oh, yeah. science thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always like wanted to be Steve Irwin and like be able to handle all the animals and I'd be out in our backyard all the time picking up everything that I could and then having my mom have to like hose me down afterwards because <laughs> really dirty from like digging in the dirt looking for things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say I was I was pretty much the same, even to the point where like my neighbor friend across the street and us, we would like try the different plants at the bus stop. We're really, <laughs> really lucky that none of them ever made us sick. <laughs> I just happened to uh, see a clip of I would try at the daycare place we'd go to. It was like a huge backyard, and I would always be like in the wooded area, like the small little wooded, and me and like kids <laughs> would always go through everything and like dig up all the stuff, and then everybody else was like on the playground. <laughs> hey, hey, those people end up becoming the coolest people. So, yeah, I, I say from experience. Just kidding. Um, well, when did you when did you become first interested in bears? Um, I've always been interested in bears because I grew up in Virginia and my family has like lived, always lived in rural areas. So I've always mm-hmm. found them really cool. Um, but I didn't actually start thinking about working with them until I worked with Dr. Kelly, who's my current advisor at mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. 
And um, I actually started out not on bears, but on her Belize project, working with data with jaguars, pumas, and ocelots. Very cool. And then I became her lab manager for a year, and I helped on all different projects, and I really liked the bear work and the North American animals. I thought they were really cool. So that's what I started doing for my master's this past semester. Sure. Yeah, I feel like um, a lot of the North American ones kind of like like people people know them and they love them and they're symbolic and all, all that stuff, but people are so attracted to you know, like the big cats and, and, you know, African mammals and, and some of the cats and things in, in South America and marsupials. And they get really attached to things that are like not here. <laughs> and a lot of our stuff kind of gets, you know, people, people kind of tune them out a little bit or look yeah. at them in, in quite negative lights, which is interesting. Yeah, I was kind of like that when I was, because I didn't start out in wildlife sciences. My degree is actually in animal sciences because I came in pre-vet. Mm. So I was like, I want to do the big, cool species. And then when I learned more about like coyotes and bears and all the different North American animals, I was like, well, these ones are pretty cool too. I like these ones a lot. Um, when's the first time you uh, ever saw a wild bear in person? Did you see him uh, growing up? Um, not too much. Cause I, when I was younger, I was in Northern Virginia and we were in like, it's Northern Virginia. So it's not super rural but then when we moved to a more rural county there people would say that they saw them but I never did but the first mm -hmm. time I saw them in person was when we were doing a trip for we had a class in high school called outdoor adventure games and mm -hmm. we were going on a hike in the Shenandoah National Park and when we were driving we saw a mo mother and uh, two cubs cross and they climbed a tree near the entrance of the park Aww. that was the first time I saw them in person oh that's pretty cool mine was a a much different um <laughs> encounter that that um yeah yeah i won't i won't go fully into it but it, it was it was i was like 12 i gotta say some somewhere around there and we had um fishing garbage on the porch of a cabin and i opened the door and there's a fairly large black bear like at eye level with me because at the time i was much shorter <laughs> and uh that gave me a heart attack but it was still really cool they're really cute yeah that's very different yeah <laughs> yeah it's very different a little more intimidating um, that sounds like um, on the project that I'm working on now with Dr. Kelly, the first time I saw one for that project, we walked up on its den because we were trying to find the den sites to put up cameras. Yeah. And we were like 10 feet from the bear and we didn't, it was so quiet. We didn't hear it and it was asleep in its ground den. Mm -hmm. And then we turned around and like 10 feet, there's a bear staring at us like this big <laughs> man. We were like, oh my God. Okay. That reminds me of this uh, one time back in, in college, we were, we were doing a bear den visit. Um, for a variety of reasons, uh, there was oh, tagging. We were, uh, uh, they were putting a pacemaker on the mom, um, mm -hmm. and we were getting a weight and things like that, a whole bunch of different stuff. And um, they they shot some darts back into the den and started to crawl back there. And then all of a sudden, he starts crawling backwards. She's awake. She's awake. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, probably not for them, but I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, so we always, we always like to, you know, kind of think about, um, the realistic part of science and like getting into the field, getting into the career, the work that goes into it. And, uh, so what, what advice would you give a younger you knowing what you've learned so far? Um, I think, cause I always did want to be Steve Irwin when I was younger that mm -hmm. I, I thought the only way I could work with animals is going into vet. So just that there are other options to work with animals than just going to be a vet. Um, yeah. because I learned very quickly when I was taking pre-vet classes that I did not want to be a vet very quickly with all the chemistry and all that stuff. <laughs> so just kind of trying different experiences would have been 
probably helpful like before I was in college trying these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I explored a whole bunch of them in college and I found like a strong passion for research. So, you know, you know, what's really funny. I, I'm noticing a trend. I feel like you're maybe the sixth person in the last few weeks here or months or so um, that we've talked to who started out pre-vet and then ended up switching into something. There seems to be a trend, and I think it, I don't know, maybe that's an issue in communicating science of like what what fields are available to work with animals. And so people naturally assume like, oh, vet, I'll do vet, get Mm -hmm. to work with animals, and then they realize that there's more. Uh, yeah, there, and then some people just get squeamish, <laughs> as we've heard a few times lately, that they're like, well, yeah. it's kind of gross. Yeah, that part <laughs> didn't get me. It was more than when I did a vet internship, and it was the vet's 50th anniversary of being a vet. And hmm. then I thought, do I really want to do this for 50 years? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, good that you thought of it then and not, you know, 50 years from then. Yeah, so I didn't think about it when I was in vet school. It was like in high school, my last yeah. year of high school. And I was like, wow, that's a long time to just give dogs shots and not. <laughs> so um, what would you say is your favorite part about uh, working with black bears? Um, so the data that I get to work with, it's a weird, unique kind of data. So they have these new camera collars that they put onto the bears so we can see what the bears see during different intervals. That's pretty mm. cool. So working with those, I get to see kind of how goofy bears are <laughs> and sometimes they do things where they have over exaggerate like steps which is kind of hard to describe but it looks kind of like a cartoon um but then there's also really cool things like them jumping from tree branch to tree branch or oh cool not on, like pretty mountainscapes because we do work in the Appalachian mountains yeah so all those kinds of things I think it's really cool to see in the different places the bear goes just in a single day can vary so much and I think it's really interesting no that's that's really cool um I'm curious about how that could work with I used to work in wolf conservation and, and so I'm kind of curious, you know, there, there was a lot of, we were looking at a lot of stuff with uh, camera traps and I'm wondering about, you know, doing the reverse, the camera collars, what kind of information that could bring up could be really interesting. Yeah, I um, think it definitely would. I think it's, it's the biggest thing is that they're huge cameras, collars. Mm. So the animal has to be big enough to support it properly. Sure. sure. Um, because they are pretty big. Like we couldn't put them on the bobcats or the coyotes. We do this on mm. the study that we work with. Um, but, but yeah, but out West there, all those animals are a lot bigger. So the wolf may be able to support it just fine. Uh, but before, before we let you go, um, one of the things I actually don't know if I included it in the, uh, notes, uh, we have a book club and, um, so we've been asking people that we talk to if they have any recommendations for books, whether or not it's related to your particular area of study, um, it doesn't have to be, but if you have any science kind of books that you think our listeners might be interested in. Yeah, I'm currently reading In the Shadow of a Man by Jane Goodall, which I think is really interesting because I've always loved Jane Goodall. Um, and then I, I like to read multiple books at the same time. So I'm also reading a book called Black Bears, The Spirit of the Wilderness, which is kind of like a, it's this uh, person's account of when she got to go and see this black bear trapping, but it was in the uh, 80s, 70s, something like that. So it was like a little bit older techniques, right? When telemetry was just becoming a common method for it. So I think it's really interesting to see how far it's advanced. Yeah. And then if you want a black bear book, it's called Black Bear Natural History. It's like just all about black bears. It's really cool. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I hope you feel a little closer 
to Brogan Holcomb now that you've gotten to hear her responses to some of those things a little bit a little bit about her experience advice that she would give book recommendations things like that and then stay tuned for in a couple of days I don't know why I said four in a couple of days very very classy um, we're gonna have our full episode out all about bears with Brogan Holcomb very excited love bears couldn't be more thrilled to have talked with her and um, very excited for this episode. So uh, stay tuned. <laughs>